to the Fun Sized Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Safeli. This podcast is your favorite place to learn about all things that revolve around health and wellness for females under 5'3". By listening to the Fun Sized Podcast, you'll get practical and actionable strategies for weight loss, muscle building, eating, exercising, strengthening relationships, overall health, and so much more. I know that petite women like you don't just want to curate a rockin' little body of your dreams. You want to know how to eat right, work out smart, feel energized, have fun, boost your confidence, and how to move through life while continuing to maintain a lean physique, especially when things get messy. This podcast will always give you a dose of realness, practicality, and empowerment you truly need to develop the highest version of you and be proud to be petite. So subscribe now if you're ready for solo episodes from me and interviews from the best little guests around to support you on your mission to become fun-sized. Welcome back to another episode of the Fun Size Podcast. Today, I am joined by three very ambitious ladies who have a really specific niche brand demographic for the modern day Kirby Petite woman. And I'm really excited to get into this episode and introduce you to these amazing women. So without any further ado, can you guys one by one uh, tell us your name, your height, and what your role is in your company? Absolutely. I'll start off with myself. My name is Chua. I am one of the co-founders. My background is in marketing. Um, so that's a lot of what I do, the marketing and the operations background. My height is 4'11". Um, I'm definitely the curvy petite here. And the first, I would say, styles that we came out with has definitely been like my body has been like the body to create the jeans. I'm Ali. I'm the other co-founder. Um, my background is in marketing and business management, and I'm not short, but I am curvy. <laughs> so I am um, five six and fall definitely under the extra curvy, wider hips and back. So this is why I was um, super excited about it when she pitched it to me because I kind of could relate to the struggle. <laughs> and last but not least, I'm Dana. My background is in design, formally, um, and I'm 5'6", and just designing to cater to our curvy petite bodies. Cool. So how did you guys all meet? Yeah, so Dana and I went to undergrad together. We went to school in Michigan, and when she moved out uh, to the New York area to, you know, start her fashion career... Um, I was working and moving around the country, and then I moved out to the New York area as well. And we had a mutual friend that just really connected us. Um, and then Allie and I met in uh, business school, and we were working on our MBA at Fordham. And so over the summer, once I, we, Allie and I had graduated, I was like, you know, listen, I'm struggling with finding jeans. This is like the story of my life. I just, I'm 4'11, I'm getting curvier every day, I swear. And as I go to the gym, you know, I'm building up muscle, it's really difficult, you know, when you've got those, um, you know, thunder thighs. So I pitched the idea to Allie, and she's like, yeah, I got, you know, curves, and, you know, it's been a struggle as well. But we couldn't get that other piece in, which is the design and the industry knowledge piece. And I was like, wait, I have a friend who's been in this industry for so long, let me pitch the idea to her. 
And so that's where we brought in Dana. And really that's when we started to get the ball rolling with Kelly and Dana was, you know, once all the pieces came together and it was like the right partnership, the right background, the right passion to get the, uh, the business launched. Cool. So it just kind of like came out of your personal need. It sounds Absolutely. Like. Yeah. It was like my personal need, Allie's need to, to fulfill a, a curvy piece as well. And we were like, okay, this is, this is, if we're struggling for this and, you know, we're willing to pay a little bit more for jeans that fit us, but I just couldn't find it. So why not create a product that we know um, is a real need out there? Yeah, absolutely. And it, it totally is. I mean, when I first saw you guys, I was like, this is brilliant. Like absolutely brilliant. Cause it's not even just like the curvy part. It's like the athletic part. Cause I feel like told this to my boyfriend. I was like, I just got these jeans for like curvy petites. He's like, do you consider yourself curvy? And I'm like, yes. Like, I mean, I feel like I'm more athletic, but that still fits that mold, right? Like I've got thick thighs that will never fit into petite jeans. Like, yes. That brings actually like a a really good point of my struggle as well was when you go into other big brands, they develop petite, but then you've got where it hugs way too tight in in the hips, your knees don't fit right. And also this other idea of being curvy doesn't mean that you're super tiny at the waist and then like, you know, have big hips. It's like, no, you just, the proportions just aren't correct when it comes mm-hmm. to um, standardized fashion industry petite sizing. And so what we wanted to do was really try to break that mold and, you know, use real models to create the jeans. Yeah, I love that. So is Callie and Dana like kind of your side gig or is it, is it main? Yeah, so for me, it's, it's my side hustle. Um, I work a full-time job as a marketer. And then I hustle this anytime that there's um, a moment to spare, it's texting the girls back and forth, talking to our intern, making sure that social media is, uh, you know, up to date and we're all aligned on the branding and we've talked, we're talking to our factories. So for me personally, it's, it's my side hustle right now, but I would love for us to all one day get to this to be like our full-time gig. For, for me, I, I did have a full-time job in fashion. And then when the pandemic hit, I was, I got laid off, but it was kind of like everything kind of just kind of fell into place because I was, we were already doing Cali and Dana and we already had it like, we were ready to launch. So when everything happened, it was just kind of like, now I get to do this full-time and there was nothing wrong with that. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see what happens and see how far we can get this thing because we're in it for the long haul. So it was really exciting, actually. It was kind of like, I don't know. It was really exciting for me personally to not have to do a full-time job anymore and to just solely commit all of my time to Callie and Dana. I get to do a little more on the social media part. We get to do the creative stuff. So the website, I mean, everything just kind of fell into place. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, a, that's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that for you. Yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah, and um, for me, just like Futura, it's more like a side gig um, position because I'm already working um, on my father's company and also have a consulting job on the side. But um, I think the girls are way more involved than I am, which is great <laughs> because they're taking the, uh, the brand to the next level and definitely to where I wish it will be um, eventually. So definitely kudos to them. Um, I rely on them super, super, super much on it. So, and they've been doing an excellent job. So, yeah, that's awesome for all three of you. So how did you guys know that like you could work together? Cause I feel like, you know, like I think partners, like sometimes it's kind of, it, it's hard, but I feel like a threesome is, is the perfect balance. Cause you guys can like, I don't even, I don't even know. I'm just guessing, but <laughs> yeah, I think it really comes down to being candid with each other, especially when we started off the partnership. I mean, I, Dana and I had conversations where it's like, you know, our, our friendship is important and we want to make sure that we're all happy. At, and at the same time, let's be honest with how we want to drive the brand forward. If we don't like it, there's a great way to say how you don't like something without being um, threatening or, you know, coming off like, you, like it's nasty or whatever, you know, just being upfront and saying exactly what you want to say um, and then agree to disagree. And, you know, the three of us have definitely disagreed before on how we want to take things forward. Um, but when you pitch your idea, you have some backup um, facts behind it. And then the biggest and most important thing for, for us is to also let everyone chime in and give their ideas. So not one person's really making the decision. Um, and everyone puts in their ideas quickly as well. We're a very agile team. We work really fast. We try to get decisions made and we move on to the next level. But I think that's kind of like what brings us all together too, because we're, we're, we're ambitious in that, in that way. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think we didn't realize how easily I think we would, you know, mesh and work together. So it was really surprising. I think for me coming from uh, fashion, it's kind of really cutthroat. So some people are really nasty and they don't really, they don't really lift you up if you're presenting and trying to help you. They don't do anything like that. There's no teamwork. It's kind of all individual. So this was kind of nice to be with two like-minded individuals and we were working towards the same goal. So since we have the same end result, we just want to be successful. And I don't know, it just kind of works. Yeah. And our, our photo shoots are really fun too. Like, it. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like what I look forward to all the time is if I know a photo shoot's coming, we are, we've been told by our photographers that we're super organized because we do call sheets and have calls before. But when we get there, it's like, all right, we're on schedule, but we have so much fun doing it. And it doesn't even feel like work. And that's kind of how you know that your team is the right team for you is when everyone's putting in so much energy and effort, but it doesn't feel like working like three hours just goes by so fast. Okay, little lady, listen up. Do you ever feel short and stubby in the pictures you take? You know, the kind where you're like, oh God, if she posts any of these full body shots, I will absolutely murder her in her sleep with a rusty butter knife. <laughs> Girl, I totally get it. Pictures can be rough for us short babes. But here's the thing. We can either allow pictures to flare up those negative body image issues, or we can use them to boost our confidence. So what if I told you that the solution is not a crash diet or surgery, 
not avoiding cameras, and not using more filters and editing apps. Instead, the solution is mastering the art and science of posing. And guess what? I'm sharing my petite posing tips that consistently help me appear taller in pictures, feel confident in front of the camera, book modeling gigs on the reg, and then sit back and watch that steady stream of likes come rolling on in. So inside my petite posing guide, you'll find 15 petite posing tips to help you confidently slay every photo opportunity. So whether you just want to look a little leaner or you want to get way more confidence on how hot you look, this one's for you, babe. Go to www.funsize.life posing to grab your copy now. So what is like your overall philosophy or mission? Basically, mass market is mass market. It's like, it's not a one size fits all, but it, it, it does not include so many people, so many different body types. So I think that's our mission is just we need to stay as inclusive as possible, as diver- diverse as possible. And you just kind of have to think about who is not sitting at that table with you. You know, it's like Chua is our muse. She's she's our curvy petite girl and Allie is our curvy girl. So we just, we have to put all our ideas together and just really hone in on our niche. And I think that's what really uh, will sustain us. And then not only that, but just the sustainability portion of it too, learning that and making that part of our commitment. So I think, I, I don't know. I think that's, that's our mission is just to stay true to us and be, I don't know, just be honest and to really solve the problems that everyday women have. Do you think that you'll eventually have like more niche categories? Yes, I, I, I think so. What we really want to do is to kind of break into all waist sizes if we, you know, if and when we can, and even um, our inseams, you know, because we want to get our tall curvy girls too you know, eventually. So I think long run, we're going to get there. I love that. I I really love that. And I think it's definitely possible for you guys. Yeah. That's awesome. So do you have anything special planned for 2021? Like what's, what's something that you guys are currently working on that you're excited about? So right now we're really excited because we are going to be launching our new straight fit. You know, everyone's like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of a give and take with the skinny jeans thing, right? It's like <laughs> people love their skinny jeans. And then some people are like on to the next. So, Oh my um, God, between that and side parts, I'm like, what right? the hell is going on? <laughs> exactly. So it's like, we actually have been working on the straight fit for a little bit now. Um, we're just trying to find um, vendors that align with our, you know, with what we want, with what we need um, as far as like, our mission is really to provide um, inclusion. Ethics is concerned, you know, because we want everyone to be paid, paid fairly. You know, we don't want any backlash on that end because that's just not right. That's not who we represent. So it's been, um, that's what we've been working on is our straight fit right now. And then hopefully we're gonna get into our knit products and we're just basically kind of coming up with um, items that are going to solve a problem for our community, for our niche. So that's what we're really striving towards right now. When you say like fill a 
fix a problem, fill a problem, whatever it was that you yeah. said. I can't yeah. <laughs> um, but so like the hats that you guys have. Oh, so our, so that's part of our makers collection. So another part of what Callie and Dana wants to kind of represent is um, just amplifying other women's voices and kind of giving someone that might not have a platform an actual platform. So um, Mara, who is the, the founder of Grainit, she hand makes those hats. So we were like, why not like collaborate? And so we put them on our site and so we're selling them. She gets all of the proceeds. We don't, we don't take any of her cut and it's just there. I mean, we have a website, we have a platform, we have social media and as does she, but she could do it on Etsy if she wanted to as well. You know, that's how she was selling them before. So we were like, you know what, let's just give it a shot and see, you know, if we can make this maker's collection a thing and like really give someone else um, a platform. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. That's a really cool idea. <laughs> yeah. So where do you guys see your brand in five years? Uh, five years. Let's see. I, I think one-stop shop for everything. Um, tops, bottoms, you name it. Curvy petite, um, tall, curvy. We want it all. We want, we want to be direct, uh, to consumer just like we are now. Um, if we end up being, you know, in like a department store, that's cool too. But I think we just, our platform to be for everyone and just have everything we can offer, but not in a fast fashion manner, more like thoughtful, more thought, um, uh, just, it's just basically not just like going out tops is I guess what I mean. And like, you know, these are like staple pieces that you're gonna want in your wardrobe for your lifespan. So that's what we really want. No, I think Dana really sums it up and, you know, talking about this back, I guess, like back again on this like solution piece and problem solution, because every, anything that we come out with, we want to have that solved. So although we may come out with an extended line, it's going to solve a problem or it's going to add some artistry or some makers to it because that's where we're rooted. Um, you know, we don't want to be like the next um, H&M out there. You know, we, 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 we want slow fashion. It's okay for us to say there's only going to be X pieces out per year and this is the problem that they're going to solve for it and whether it's curvy petite or whether it's like an extended size of some sort um, that's where we're going to stand hard. Awesome I, I'm just so blown away by how big this slow fashion industry is becoming like I feel like I've talked to a lot of people who truly believe in that and it's I think it's amazing I mean it's so it's just so nice to hear, you know, like, yeah, it's, it, and it feels good too, knowing that you have something that was like thought about, right. And not just something that was thrown through a sewing machine and, you know, shipped out to you in a, I don't know, just whatever. So. Absolutely. And I think that's why our first release of the, the Ruthie dark wash came out as a dark wash. Like we definitely talked about, you know, are we going to make it a light wash? How much washing do we want on it? And we said, no, you know, as, as little washing as possible for, for that jean and keep it a dark wash. So it's like a true denim without all the extra stuff that you have to do, especially for denim. You know? 
Yeah. And that's the one that I got from you guys. And when I first put it on, I was like, oh my God, (laughs) I don't feel like I'm like, it just felt like it was made for me. It was so, it was like a dream come true kind of thing. Like you put it on and you're just like, whoa, this fits in all the right places. How is this possible? So thank you guys for that. Cause I really, really appreciate it. That's so funny because that's every time we have the models come in and they try on our jeans for the first time, they're just blown away and they're like, can we keep these? Are you guys even selling them yet? We're like, oh my gosh, please visit our website and RIG, this is the jean made for girls like us. Yeah, that's awesome. Speaking of website, where can people go to find your stuff and buy it or just even look at it? Um, well, definitely on the site, which is uh, callieanddana.com. So we have, we make sure we update it all the time with our new products um, and what's available and specifically also on social media. So we are heavily present on Instagram, um, Facebook, and um, the other channels. So definitely visit us there. We push out promotions through the site through the social media as well. So we want to make sure we stay in touch. We also promote our um, makers brand in our candid conversations that we have from the IG lives. Um, So it's really telling our story through the eyes of social media and on our website. So we stay connected as much as we can with our audience and our clients. Awesome. Yeah. So I'll put those links in the show notes for you guys who are listening. And uh, yeah, so Is there anything else you want the listeners to know about your brand before we sign off? Well, one of the biggest thing that we actually spoke about on a, on a group, uh, it was like, okay, what do we want them to know? (laughs) So one thing was really, I think a lot of people don't understand like being how difficult it can be to be like a a small business, um, especially a startup, as I'm sure you're aware. And um, for us, we are, you know, first of all, we are self-funded, women of color owned. So we don't have anyone funding us. We don't have anyone, you know, besides friends and family who will go ahead and purchase our, our jeans. But all the expenses, everything is coming directly from us and from our pockets. And also, we really focus on the diversity aspect of our brand. Um, We want to make sure, you know, we represent what's out there um, and we want to make sure that people relate and um, to who we are and what we can offer from, you know, being um, Asian heritage to African-American heritage to working moms to, uh, you know, any other entrepreneurs that are out there that are trying to make it. So we try to relate and we really also want our brand to be, as I think one of um, my co-founders mentioned, is about sustainability, but it's also about giving back, you know. So we look into making sure we get involved in some of the society issues and racial justice and immigration issues. So we also want to have that connection and have that bridge to the community. Amazing. Just amazing. So just for fun, just to wrap it all up here, if you could completely eliminate any short girl problem, now that I know that two of you are not short, what would it be? All right. I guess the short girl can uh, give this answer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the first answer is customizability, but not in that I got to wait like, you know, 20 days to get something custom made. 
Um, but the ability to use engineering and technology and some creativity to create pieces and stable pieces that we're already using right now, um, but adding some ability to customize that. We don't really don't know what all of that looks like yet, but I would say keep an eye on us as we're working with our partners to try to bring some of this to, to life. Um, but I think for me personally, that would help solve my some of my problems, especially, you know, if you're you're a, a curvy petite, but maybe your torso is a little bit shorter, it's a little bit longer, you need that type of adjustability. Um, so trying to figure out some of that piece. Uh, and then also um, getting access to curvy petite clothing. For me personally, is just, uh, you know, there's a lot of variety out there, there's not a lot of good variety out there. Um, and then, you know, having more good variety out there would really help. And of course, that's competition to us, but we're looking out for our curvy petite girls, you know, so um, any time that a piece of fashion can, you know, help with the confidence level of a woman or a person um, is also, you know, something that we stand behind. So having access to that would be amazing. I love that so much. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you taking your time, the time out of your busy schedule to, to pop on here and just have a little chat. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kirsten. This was so fun. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. We really enjoyed it. It was great being on it. Thank you for having us. If you enjoy this podcast or any of my fun-sized content, buy me a coffee and help me keep the content flowing. Just head on over to funsize.life podcast to become a supporter.